Hello and welcome to Rams Revealed. I'm your host, JB Long. Hope you've had a great week. It has been so refreshing for us to be out in Thousand Oaks watching padded practice. We've had Rams camp live daily, and that will continue from SoFi Stadium on Saturday evening with pre and post scrimmage coverage from Inglewood. Hope you'll join us then. Today's guest on the podcast is part of what Sean McVay described as a four-man competition for snaps at inside linebacker. He's in his third season out of Virginia, where he led the ACC in tackling for three straight campaigns, something only Luke Keekley had done before him. He also won the academic Heisman before the Rams drafted him in the fifth round of 2018. We welcome Micah Kaiser to the Rams Reveal podcast following Friday morning's practice session. Mike, it's been a long wait to be there in person, I know, and play. What has it been like for you? Oh, it's been great. Uh, just, you know, happy to be back out playing ball with everybody and uh, just put the pads on. It had been, I think it had been like a year exactly since I had, you know, shoulder pads and helmet on and just out there flying around. So I'm just happy to be here and, you know, just competing. You're right. I mean, it was almost exactly one year ago you were in this very position trying to earn earn the start inside linebacker job unfortunately tore the peck in that preseason game in Honolulu what are your memories of that day and what do you make of the 12 months since yeah um the trip was great before you know we were in Hawaii it was fun it was hot uh, you know the hotel was awesome uh, got in the game it was a hot day you know made a routine play and just boom everything just snapped off but uh you know it was definitely a hard time for me it was a uh, Early in the process, it was a it was a long go at it, but you know I, I persevered, stayed through it, worked really hard, and I'm just happy to be back and you know in this opportunity that I have. Right As now. I understand it, you had a pretty healthy college career. Is this the first significant football injury you experienced, and what did you learn about yourself and the rehab process? Yeah, it was a, it was the first time I had you know missed extensive time. I think everyone in college you get banged up a little bit, but you know I was tough. I had played through some stuff, but yeah, this is the first time where it was you know. I, I couldn't. I was. I literally wasn't physical, physically capable of being out there. But uh, you know, I, I stayed at it. it. Was it was mentally? It was pretty tough. But you know, I'm a strong guy. You know, I kept the faith. You know, and um, just worked hard. And um, you know, I, I didn't. You know, cheat the grind at all. And you know, kept at it. And uh, I think I'm in a good position right now. Mike, I understand there's a Rams teammate who's kind of a model for your comeback in 2020. Tell us about that. Yeah, Cooper Cup. Um, it just. You know, the, the way the people in sports medicine would talk about Cooper and how he really attacked his rehab and how he, you know, rebuilt his body. And if you look at him now, he's really strong. I think last year, you know, didn't miss a beat. So, you know, that's why I really, you know, want to emulate this year, you know, the Cooper Cup comeback. And, you know, hopefully, you know, I'll be having a great season just like he did. Yeah. For someone who's kind of been atop the depth chart for most of his career, hasn't had to wait long for opportunities, what's it like to be in year three as a professional? Is there a sense of finally, this has to be it. Give me a full season and I'll show that I'm here to stay. Well, actually, you know, in college, you know, I redshirted a year and then the next year I kind of only did special teams. And then by my third year, third, fourth and fifth, I really took off. So, you know, hopefully my NFL career kind of, kind of, you know, mirrors that. And, uh, you know, I've bided my time, you know, I've stayed at it, stayed, you know, really focused, stayed engaged. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to earn the trust of the organization and, uh, you know, keep competing. And I'm, I'm happy, you know, where I'm at right now. But, you know, there's a long way to go until, you know, that first game against the Cowboys. But, I'm, you know, just trying to stay at it. There was a scene in this week's Hard Knocks where Clay Johnston, a rookie linebacker out of Baylor, was, was really trying to do his best to stay on his P's and Q's within Brandon Staley's defense. And he mm -hmm. made a 
comment to us afterwards on our after show that, you know, guys like you make it look easy. He's out there swimming, but uh, some of you who have had more experience uh, are really on your game. Is it as easy as you make it look at times? And what do you feel the level of command of Staley's defense is at this stage of August? Um, right now, you know, I'm in a good good position. I think I kind of understand, you know, kind of what he wants out of the defense. But I think what we're doing really well right now is just, you know, communicating really well. I think John Johnson, you know, having him right behind you is, is awesome. You know, being able to talk to him, I think some of the young safeties, Burgess and, and, and Fuller, they really have a good grasp of everything. So, it's just that communication from front to back, back to front, and that, that allows you to play fast. You know, we're out there. There's no secrets out there on the football field. And, you know, just being able to talk to each other and being on the same page and kind of playing off each other, that's that's been really helping me right now. And so that's one thing I told uh, Clay. Like, Clay, just, you know, relax, listen to the safeties, and play off the safeties, and that will really help you out a lot. So, uh, But I think the communication has been great so far. I'm glad you mentioned J.J., and I know this – time of year a lot of players have the comms in their in their helmet you probably do too you're getting used yeah. to hearing those calls but you know last year Eric Weddle provided a good model for how a safety can be the quarterback of the defense and my impression is they're going to hand those reins over to John Johnson if that is how it plays out will it be helpful if he can take some of that off of your plate and let you focus on your role and not necessarily being responsible for the other 10? I think I think the way we have it now like JJ being being able to call things and then with us being able to you know get the front situated and getting what we need to do up front I think you know it goes very well it flows very easily and um so yeah just you know I know Weddle did it last year and so far JJ's doing a great job of stepping into that you know green dot role as well. I know that roles and reps are still to be determined there's a long way to go before the Cowboys as you pointed out but if you are side by side with Traven Howard how do you think that tandem works? Uh great um me and T came in together you know I was a fifth round pick I think T was a seventh round pick so we you know we, we know each other we've We've kind of been next to each other, you know, side by side for going on three years now. And, you know, I, I watched what he was able to do last year, you know, with his even though he had limited reps when he was out there, he was making plays. And uh, when, and during preseason, he had one of the best preseasons, I think, out of anybody. So just, you know, us coming in together, playing together, being able to, you know, bounce ideas and talk to each other. I think it's been great. And um, I'm really proud of him. And, you know, me, T, Troy and, and Kenny. You know, we've been competing with each other. We all kind of came in the NFL kind of at the same time. So it's been a really good room to be a part of. And collectively, you're trying to replace Corey Littleton, who was yeah. just a huge piece of the defense for the last several years. And I want to preface this by saying, like, no one person is trying to replace him directly. But I do want to give you a chance to address a public perception that I noticed, which is, that while Corey was like the speedy, rangy coverage linebacker, for some reason I think you're thought of as more of a traditional thumping middle linebacker. Yeah, but I went back. Yeah, I, I went back and looked at your combine metrics across the board. You measured as the faster, more athletic linebacker. Do you want to put it on record right now that that you got football fast? I've I've always had like football speed. I don't for some reason I've always been pegged as being like this like 250 pound linebacker. Like I'm like legitimately never been over 235 pounds playing wise. So like, I don't understand that. And, uh, you know, in college, I, I made a lot of plays all over the field, you know, never came off the field. So, um, yeah, there, there's that stigma's out there for some reason, but, um, you know, I'm just happy where I am right now. You know, I got my, my shot in the league. I'm in the right, you know, with the right team and uh, I'm just trying to make the most of, of, of everything. Uh, we're enjoying getting to know Micah Kaiser. I want to get off the football field in just a bit. But uh, before we leave the training facility and let you get on with your Friday, which Rams rookie is making the biggest impression on you so far in 2020? Yeah, I think right now it's, it's the safeties, uh, Terrell Burgess and uh, Jordan Fuller. 
they're just making plays. Their ball production, um, just them, you know, being out there. I, I think they've been, you know, playing great. Um, they're they're really smart, athletic guys that, you know, I've I've had the I've had a good joy of playing with them, kind of getting to know them. I worked out with Terrell a little bit in the summer, so uh, he's a really good kid. Um, I think they're doing well. All right, Micah, should we be surprised if you're the Rams' leading tackler at the end of this season? Uh, I, I, I would hope not. You know, uh, I got a good knack for the ball. Um, you know, that's one thing I, I think I do. I have a good feel for everything, uh, feel for blockers, feel for ball. So, you know, I, I just want to go in there and do whatever it takes to help the team win. That's, that's all I'm worried about. Winning, kind of get back to the Super Bowl. You know, I had that feeling my, my rookie year. I want to get back there. Yeah, Les Snead told me this offseason that you – didn't day at the facility and he is some he said that you are someone that we should all buy stock in what does it mean to hear the general manager speak of you in those terms yeah it means a lot um you know um they, they drafted me for a reason and I, I want to prove them right you know um I, I've been lucky enough to you know have a position here I want to go and, and prove them right and uh you know prove my value show my value show my worth so that's it's great that he said all those things but I need to go prove it all right he is Kaiser Roland on Twitter, on social media, and that's about the points of my question. Let's have some fun here to finish uh, and get to know you away from the football field a little bit. Yeah. Uh, your your brother is Jordan, and I've, I've seen him perform a John Legend song, actually. He's a super talented guy. Uh, do you have the pipes of your brother, Jordan? Can you match his singing? I'll sing while in the shower. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, he's the, he is a performer. He is a real superstar. Um, you know, we're just waiting for him to catch his big break. But uh, he's, he's the real star. I'm just, you know, holding on for as long as I can. What is premier lacrosse? And could yeah. you have been a lacrosse player? Were you not so good at football? I was pretty good at lacrosse growing up. Um, you know, the lacrosse league, you know, watching with Paul Rabel, that was, that was one of my, you know, idols growing up. Him at Johns Hopkins lacrosse. That was probably one of my favorite teams, just Johns Hopkins lacrosse growing up. And I, I didn't live too far from there and, you know, went to a lot of the games. So seeing what he's been able to do with professional lacrosse and get that Premier Lacrosse League off and running has been awesome. I think they put a really good product out there. And, uh, yeah, I think I think if I'm not – if I wasn't here, I think I would have a shot playing, you know, professional lacrosse. That's amazing. I understand you're a bit of a fight guy. You've been kind of keeping an eye on Mike Tyson's comeback at uh, 54 years of age. Hope we get to see uh, that Roy Jones Jr. bout. But uh, tell us the story as it pertains to Greg Gaines. What, what did he have to say about Mike Tyson? Oh, Greg, Greg's wild. Uh, one time, I think over the winter we were working out and Greg was like, yeah, I'll take it from Mike Tyson. And, uh, you know, me, Sebastian and, and Samson, we thought he was crazy. But, uh, yeah, Greg's got a big jaw, big, big head. So maybe he could take it. <laughs> would he be the guy you would nominate to enter the ring with Iron Mike? I don't know. He might be a little slow, but I mean, he, <laughs> he's a strong guy. He might be able to, he could probably take the hit. I don't know. Though. At least he fits the heavyweight class. All right. Yeah. I also saw uh, that with your pec fully rehabbed, you're able to get back on the golf course a little bit. Anyone other than Andrew Whitworth you think could beat you on the roster in a round of golf? I think everybody could beat me. I'm trash, but I have a good time going out there. Uh, it's fun. It's competitive. Just get away. Uh, Brian Allen is actually pretty good. Brian, Brian Allen. Allen. Yeah, for, like, him kind of never really just, like, picking up golf clubs. Brian Allen can really can hit him. I bet he can drive it over 300 yards looking at his build. He's, he's not good with the driver, but he, he's consistent. So You're telling me he's a short game guy. He, he is a consistent he – can, he can play. He can play. That's awesome.
Awesome. Well, Micah, thank you so much for the time out of your Friday. Can't wait to see you at SoFi Stadium for the scrimmage tomorrow. How much are you looking forward to entering that building and seeing what it's going to be like on the lights yeah, of prime time against the Cowboys? Um, I've never, I haven't really been there, so just you know, get a good feel for it. Um, have it feel like a game day. It's going to be great. It should be fun. All right. Well, good on you for working on yourself and uh, your football acumen, preparing for this big season ahead rather than your golf game. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We'll let you get back to it. And a couple more things for our audience as we wind down. You may have seen we've been live from Rams camp every day, and that actually continues this weekend with a scrimmage at SoFi Stadium Saturday evening. Please do join us on all Rams social channels. We also would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast so that you can be notified when the next episode is available. And if you could take a moment now to let us know that you're listening, what you thought of our conversation with Mike and Kaiser, please do rate us, leave a review. Those go a long way and we'd appreciate them. From Micah Kaiser, Rudy, Jory, Tiffany, and Talia, I'm JB Long, and this has been Rams Revealed.